What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and you are listening to Hemp Present. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for this show, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. Today's guest on Hemp Present is Michael Buffalo Mazzetti. Hailing from the Okanagan Highlands of Washington State since 1975, Mazzetti is a Vietnam-era veteran and received a Bachelor's of Food Science from Pratt Institute in Brooklyn, New York. He has been an advocate for the medical and recreational use of cannabis since the 1970s. His views originally influenced by books such as The Emperor Wears No Clothes by Jack Herrer and Back to Eden by Jethro Kloss. While helping his mother battle lung cancer in 1982, Mazzetti recognized the benefits of using cannabis to help her maintain a quality of life as she died with dignity. In 1996, he created Legalize It Springwater, which encourages consumers to send a message in a bottle to the Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court to reschedule cannabis. Mazzetti has dedicated the last half of his life to researching the benefits of using various ratios of CBD to THC and how to titrate the dosage of each. He wants to share his knowledge of how to create homemade cannabis medicine to the world. And to that end, he has joined me today to bring his wisdom and knowledge of the plant directly to you. Welcome, Buffalo, to Cannabis Radio. Hey, thanks, Vivian. Nice to be here. It's my pleasure, old friend. Um, Let's begin with how and when you began your relationship with the plant. I took my first toke at a Grand Funk Railroad concert in 1971. How were you first introduced to cannabis? Well, basically sitting on a bench on the side of the road by my high school, um, and uh, we were all sitting around and passing around this joint when the chief of police of the town came up and sniffed the air and looked at us all and said, smells like gunpowder or something. (laughs) So that was kind of like my introduction that cracked us up. And uh, it's been a good time with cannabis since then. And, and even better time once I realized its medicinal value as well as its recreational value. Almost sounds like you've stumbled onto a potential strain name there, gunpowder. 
Yeah. <laughs> they got everything else, right? Mm. Why not? <laughs> yeah, we can make that work. <laughs> uh, maybe be, form a key for something, right? Um, mm, your, right. Your bio touches on your experience with your mother during her cancel, cancer battle. And my, my condolences. Is that when you first became aware of the therapeutic properties of cannabis? Or did you already know about medical marijuana? Well, I... I basically did a lot of research when my mom uh, got lung cancer. And uh, of course, we're talking, uh, uh, this was 1983. It was pretty early on in the, in the cannabis world for me uh, in study of the CBD and THC. And, um, but it, it's, it stimulated my mind in saying, hey, cannabis uh, or Indian hemp, as it was called, uh, for many years prior to uh, being called marijuana, uh, Indian hemp had a, a lot of potential and it started me investigating. And there wasn't a lot of information out those days. But uh, it did start my my questioning of how else can we use this and and what are its benefits for for the medical conditions of people. Yeah, my, my, my father died of lung and brain cancer in, in 1996, and that was my first direct experience with metal cannabis. And I was really blown away by how effective it was in, in giving him quality of, of his end of life. Um, you've demoted a lot of your time to exploring the proper ratios of CBD and THC necessary to expect the best results in a therapeutic application of cannabis. And I want to get into that. But can you touch just briefly on cannabinoids in general before we really dive deep into the process of creating medical cannabis? Everybody has an endocannabinoid system in their bodies. Cannabis is generally good for us, right? That's right. Our uh, endocannabinoid system in our body, our body uh, produces its own cannabinoids. And uh, it's only since we realized that uh, phytocannabinoids or plant cannabinoids could be beneficial by um, uh, boosting our uh, our endocannabinoid system within our body, because unfortunately, for some reason, we don't produce enough of them, and our body tends to um, be lack, and in being lack, it doesn't function properly. So the endocannabinoid system is actually a system within all of the systems in our body. And, um, and it works on a cellular level. And uh, yeah. And that, that probably comes, Very from, important. comes from, you know, millennia of, American, of, of Americans, a millennia of, of humans using cannabis throughout history, right? Yeah, we know that we, we found cannabis uh, involved in burial sites for over 10,000 years. And uh, the Chinese, of course, used uh, cannabis extensively over the years and uh, for various treatments. So it has been done for a long time. We're not the first, but we're certainly the, uh, the first that I know of that has actually identified the various 95 plus components of cannabis, what can including the cannabinoids. CBD, CBG. Yeah, the cannabinoids. And what they do to our endocannabinoid system, we're not really sure of all of the effects of it, 
or what CBG does or what CBN. We know that CBN is a relaxer. It's a, uh, a sleep enhancer, but too much CBN, which is created by the breakdown of THC and CBD. Too much CBN creates paranoia. So some of that old pot you got laying around might be pretty paranoia prone. <laughs> yeah, and, and as as cannabis ages, right, the those ratios change, right? That's correct. They do. As the CBD breaks down into CBN and this and the THC breaks down into CBN and also CBG. Interesting. So, yeah, it really is. And we know, we really know very little as we just really started studying this with uh, uh, Dr. Mercolam in the uh, in 19, early 1990s when he identified THC and identified CBD a little bit later. Fascinating. So let's pretend that somebody is new to this whole world of cannabis and they wanted to make their own medical cannabis to treat whatever situation they're dealing with health-wise. The first step to quality medical marijuana, of course, is, is the, the marijuana, choosing the strain of cannabis to begin with. What should people think about when selecting or breeding the strains that they'll use to create medical cannabis? How would you advise people to approach that issue? Well, the first thing I would do is I would do an internet search on whatever I was trying to treat. Like if I was trying to treat, uh, say, Parkinson's disease, for example, I would, I would Google Parkinson's disease or however you want to do it. Uh, but uh, using a search engine, go with uh, Parkinson's disease, CBD, THC ratio. That will, those four words there, or five words with Parkinson's disease, um, will bring up uh, a plethora of studies uh, that have been done on what the correct ratio would be or what a good ratio would be to start with. Every human body, of course, is a little different than every other one. And of course, the first thing I would do is to make sure that I'm not allergic to cannabis. About one in, I would say, 250, 300,000 people may be allergic to it, meaning they could get a rash, they could, uh, you know, have have different effects of of cannabis. So I'd make sure you're not you're not allergic to it by taking a small amount, a small dosage of it, and use it probably topically first, which uh, would be the least intrusive in the body, and then. Um, and if you had no reaction as far as uh, a rash or, 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 you know, something like that, then I would, I would proceed. So in any way, I digress, but getting back to finding your ratio. Uh, so by looking, doing an internet search on what you're looking for, what you're looking to, to work with, Parkinson's, uh, pain, Alzheimer's, uh, psoriasis, emphysema, dementia, glaucoma, herpes, Huntington's disease. Anyway, a plethora of various um, problems of the human condition uh, by, by researching CBD, THC ratio and the name of the disease that you're looking at. Uh, you're going to find the information and then picking the, the proper ratio, say it was 20% 
or 20 parts CBD to one part THC, uh, and then finding a strain that has that kind of ratio, uh, such as if it was a 20 to one, you might find a Harlequin tsunami that was a 20, 20 to one, or some ACDCs are 20 to one, it can be 20 to one. Now I say can be because they vary. Strains vary depending on phenotypes and depending on whoever grew them. Um, but uh, but a lot of the science has, would... a lot of the science has been done, right? And people kind of identified uh, what strains have certain qualities. Pretty much at this point, yes, right? we have. But uh, I'm I'm pretty particular. So what I do is when I when I'm looking for a strain that a specific strain for my condition, I'm going to have that strain tested after I grow it. And then I really know what I have. I know that um, I know that what I think is 20 to one is actually 20 to one and doesn't come back maybe 10 to one or maybe one to one. Mm -hmm. So you want to get it tested. And the best way to test it is to go to a testing lab or to, again, do an internet search on cannabis testing laboratories near me. And then I would find out how much they get for a test and then select a, a tester that is reputable. Okay. Um, I'm talking to Michael Buffalo Mazzetti. He is sharing his uh, vast knowledge of medical cannabis with us. We're going to take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers, and come back with our second segment. So don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. We're back on Hemp Present with Buffalo Mazzetti. Um, Buffalo, you have spent much time researching the benefits of using various ratios of CBD to THC and how to titrate the doses of, of each. Can you just talk about titration and, and the, the process um, and how somebody might measure out uh, to make sure that they're getting the proper breakdown to treat the uh, effects of their medical condition? Sure. So we know that uh, once you find your once you find your ratio, then you want to find out, okay, how much of this should I be taking? How many times a day? And should I take it sublingually? Should I take it as a suppository, et cetera? There, there are a lot, you know, should I inhale it? This is up to you. Um, the general thing is that the closer to the uh, problem you could introduce the cannabis, the more reactivity you're going to have and the better results. So let's talk about titration. So the first, um, the smallest amount of cannabis that you could take would be uh, through a tincture. Now a tincture is made by using 55 grams of flour with 750 milliliters of uh, vodka, a high percentage of vodka, over 150 proof of vodka, or a, um, or a uh, Everclear type of alcohol. So you would decarboxylate the, the flowers, meaning you would heat them to 220 degrees for 20 minutes in an oven, take them out, crumble them up, uh, add your alcohol to it, and put it in a cool, dark place and shake it for 20, uh, 30 days. I like to do it for a full moon. Uh, shake it for 30 days, and then uh, each day shake it if you can. 
and then strain it, and then you have a tincture. Now that tincture will be approximately um, five drops of tincture will equal one milligram. Now the dose of cannabis can be anywhere from say one drop, which would be tw uh, 0.20 milligrams of, of cannabis, one drop to, uh, in the case of, of, uh, of um, cancer, some people are using it 250 milligrams per dose. So it's a really broad range. But of course, you can't just take um, uh, an ounce of, uh, of, of uh, tincture because you'd be, you start becoming inebriated. So people take that tincture and run it through a still. Uh, uh, air still is the one that I, uh, that I recommend people use. And that removes the alcohol and creates a Rick Simpson oil or a full extraction cannabis oil made out of ethanol or the alcohol that we made the tincture out of. So that would give you the range of anywhere from uh, a fifth of a milligram or a drop of tincture to uh, 250 milligrams of of RSO or full extraction cannabis oil, which would be approximately um, three, uh, three quarters of an inch of uh, RSO spread out on a, on a piece of parchment paper. And it's so, there, I'm sorry, there's also a middle line, there's a middle line there too. You can make cannabis capsules, which would create about a five milligram dose per capsule. And that capsule is made by using 30 grams of flowers with 65 grams of leaves and uh, a half an ounce in, of infused olive oil, which infused with cannabis, which you again would decarboxylate all of these things and mix them together and fill capsules. And that formula that I just gave, 30 grams of flowers, 65 grams of leaves, and one ounce of infused olive oil will yield approximately 90 capsules of five milligrams per capsule. And it's probably important to point out that people should start slow, start small, right? You need to start small. If, if for nothing else, just to make sure you're not allergic to it. And then you need to build up to the dose that is starting to change your condition and you're starting to feel better, you're starting to um, uh, function properly because this is all about uh, neuromodulation and cell signaling. So when your cells start to be signaled by having the proper amount of cannabinoids in your body, therefore your, your endocannabinoid system is starting to um, mellow out and modulate, if you will, um, then we're talking the body's beginning to heal. And so you can slow down and uh, find that dose and stay with that dose for a while and then eventually back off. What would be a, a couple common mistakes that some people might make in this process? I think the most common mistake is to assume that, you're, um, that, that the plant you're growing is a certain ratio. You really need to get it tested uh -huh. on 
Uh, two, you need to decarboxylate the flowers. They have to be decarboxylated. They have to be heated. They have to be heated uh, because uh, CBD is really CBDA in the flower and THC is really THCA in the flower. And when you decarboxylate them, then you create CBD, pure CBD, and you create delta-9 THC or delta-8 THC, which is the psychotropic part. The other mistake a person could make would be to use um, uh, a psychotropic, a higher THC plant and, and uh, have anxiety, get the, um, get the negative effects of, of, of uh, the THC. Whereas if you stay with a, a higher CBD, you don't have as much of, of those things uh, now, affecting your body. And, so know. if somebody was new to cannabis and they said, I'm gonna treat yes. my cancer or my epilepsy or whatever it might be, my chronic yeah. pain, and they, yeah. their first dose, they go, oh my God, I'm totally whacked out, I'm zonked, I don't have any energy, I can't wake up, uh, I feel so stoned, right? They might be discouraged, but they should realize that that's gonna go away as they keep taking it, right? Well, I would, I would try to back off and take a half of that dose, whatever that dose was, I'd take half or less. I'd, I'd slow down. I'd make sure that, again, make sure that they're not into the THC side of things. Like a lot of times, if you go to the, the shops that are existing, um, a lot, you know, we used to grow a lot of marijuana because it had high THC. Well, now we're realizing that THC is not the only thing we're looking for. We're looking for that CBD. So I would say if a person has that experience, they need to back up and, and so like a first dose of, of a first dose of, of cannabis oil might be literally half the size of a grain of rice, right? Uh, you might not even start with the cannabis oil. You might start with some tincture uh -huh. and start with one milligram of five drops of tincture taken twice a day of the CBD and twice a day of a THC tincture. And like every six hours is how it's recommended. Another thing is uh, a person should get a good book. And there, there are some great medical marijuana books out there. Um, and and uh, they can give you a little more help with it. Also, you might check with uh, projectcbd.org, which is, has a great CBD user's manual in there. Martin Lee and um, company, good folks. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, and so a person would could start if you've never taken marijuana before, you could start with using uh, a one milligram dose of CBD at eight o'clock in the morning, a one milligram dose of CBD at two o'clock in the afternoon, and then at eight o'clock in the evening, a one milligram dose of THC, a higher THC ratio at uh, eight o'clock at night. Um, and then again, when you wake up in the middle of the night to use the restroom or whatever, take another milligram and do that for a couple of days and then double that. And then do that for a couple of days and double that. And eventually get to the five milligram where you would take a capsule. 
one capsule would give you five milligrams. And again, you take it twice a day for CBD, twice a day for THC. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we're talking about this as a benefit for cancer specifically. Uh, this is what has been the recommendation in many books and many uh, webcasts that talk about treating cancer. So you want to take four doses a day, two of CBD and two of THC. And it's important to take them back to back. In other words, the two THC together, the two CBD together, because they're also what is known as um, agonists, which means that they kind of block the receptors. The CB1 receptor in the endocannabinoid system reacts to the THC and the CBD we found reacts to the CB2 receptor. So I got I got to go to break yeah. uh, Buffalo, but let's yeah. let's touch on that. Yeah. Let's touch on that uh, when we come back. Uh, we're going to go another quick break and come break. back to my final question. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm with uh, Buffalo Mazzetti for his uh, for our final questions. Um, Buffalo, we had talked earlier uh, before the show about the, the CBD and THC receptors in the brain and how they get clogged. One clogs the other, right? The THC clogs the CBD receptor and the CBD clogs the THC receptor and they should probably be taken separately. Is that right? That's right. Um... We, what we're learning is that those receptors, the CBD and THC are agonists to one another, and so they, they kind of block one another. So it's good to take them separately uh, and take two doses of CBD back-to-back -back at, say, 8 in the morning and 2 in the afternoon, and then 8 in the evening and 2 in the morning for the THC so that they don't kind of fight one another. Interesting. That's 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 almost counterintuitive to what somebody might think uh, coming into it. Um, well, you know, this is just a fascinating subject, um, and there are you know every day there's more and more people who thought they knew about cannabis who are discovering that there's a whole world they didn't know about, and they want to learn more. So this is really helpful. Um, we have just a couple minutes left to talk. I'm just curious, you know, what are your final thoughts? You know, what do you think people should know? Uh, who are thinking about making their own medical cannabis? Uh, it's doable. It's very doable. And, you know, uh, you're going to uh, have a, uh, a little bit of a challenge to figure out your specific dose, 
but don't worry about it. It's it's uh, it's not going to hurt you. You're going to figure it out and uh, start slowly and build up to the point where it's beneficial to you and you can feel it. It's just like taking the homeopathic doses of anything if you've ever experienced that. It's subtle, but it's there and it's and you're going to feel better when after you use it. Uh, and there are many, many things that cannabis is used for. Do a do a web search, figure it out what it is, and um, figure out what your ratio is, and then figure out what your titration dose is, and then it's pretty easy to uh, make either a capsule for yourself, some tincture for yourself, or make the full extraction cannabis oil or the Rick Simpson oil. Uh, and, and the information's out there. Go out there, look for it, research it. It's there and it's doable and it can help you heal. Michael Buffalo Mazzetti, thanks for sharing your uh, extensive knowledge with us today. Take care, my friend, and happy trails to you. Okay, thanks, Viv. I'll see you soon. All right, man. Sounds like a plan. Yep. That concludes this installment of Hempresent on Cannabis Radio. When it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice. Find your voice and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. See you next week, folks. Stay strong. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.